0: Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Katasso Fridge, a Florida based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, welcome to Silent Symptoms a Black Mental Health Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about social anxiety. Why did I choose this particular topic? Because I know I'm a little late, but um, it stemmed from watching everybody bully Summer Walker when she shared that she had social anxiety. People on the internet have a way of trying to diagnose people, uh, misdiagnose people, think that they're doctors and therapists and tell people what that can and can't be. And I wanted to come here to provide knowledge and clarification about what the definition of social anxiety is and i want to be clear that the internet is not the place to be trying to put labels on people i know that it's used for entertainment but when it comes to things that are as serious as mental health or people share intimate details about their lives that we are careful as to how we respond um you know a lot of times people forget that these people are literally human beings and forget that people actually have normal lives that they have to live on a daily basis. This is not just based upon what's placed on the internet. Everything on the internet is face value. So trying to figure out where that balance is of giving, you know, opinions and trying to bully people, you know, it's a really difficult place to be when, you know, someone shares such intimate details about their life. And then people say, you don't have social anxiety. Who do you think you are? Um, And then the memes going out around. And you know what? I can't blame people because the internet will forever be undefeated. So I kind of you know, have a synopsis of what social anxiety is. And I could go into the DSM because I feel like that's always important. So when we come to talking about social anxiety, so it's basically like a fear or worry about, you know, what people are going to say about you. Um, a group of strangers or people that you know, you're worried about what other people typically think about you or what they're gonna say or criticize you about who you are. So I wanna read you guys the proper definition of what the DSM-5 says um, social anxiety is or social phobia. So when we jump into it, we are clear as to what social anxiety is, not our own perceptions of what it is or what we think it is. So when we talk about the DSM-5, here you go. This is the holy grail. Here we go. The Bible of diagnosing, the Bible of mental health. So here we go. Social anxiety is marked by fear or anxiety about one or more social situations in which the individual is exposed to possible scrutiny by others. Examples include social interactions such as having a conversation, meeting unfamiliar people, being observed or drinking or eating, and performing in front of other people. So when people have to give speeches or sing or do any type of performance in in front of people that they know or don't know because they are worried or scared of the scrutiny that they may receive, Um, it goes down to, you know, I'm just going to read a couple because I don't want to be redundant. So some of the criteria say that the individual fears that he or she will act in a way or show anxiety symptoms that will be negatively evaluated. Um, they The social situations are avoided or endured with intense fear or anxiety. Um, the fear or anxiety is out of proportion to the actual threat posed by social interaction. Um, the fear, anxiety, or avoidance is pr- persistent, typically lasting for six months or more. So I could kind of give a synopsis from then on so basically um it can't be related to a medical diagnosis or another mental health diagnosis in order for them to be diagnosed with social anxiety so an example with with summer walker now she is a singer like Her album came out, it was number one. Of course, she's going to be in a situation where she has to perform, she has to go on tour, she has to be exposed to people that are complete strangers to her. So, can you imagine... So let's take it back to the Soul Train Award. She won that award, like literally got on stage, spoke for less than 30 seconds. She was basically whispering and she stood there at attention. And then on a red carpet, she also stood there at attention. That kind of gives you an idea of someone that has social anxiety. She has minimal social interactions with people from the outside world, or she doesn't like to do live videos. There are a lot of things that she shared that she doesn't like to do. Looking at her actions, I can't fully diagnose her, but from what I'm observing, it does seem to be true to be social anxiety. We have to get out of the motion of thinking, oh, social anxiety, why is she taking pictures of herself? Why is she posting videos of herself? So let me explain. There's a difference between being in a environment with people versus being on the phone like I am or on the computer and having conversations with this computer. I am not interacting with people. I am interacting with my phone or with my camera when I post these videos and podcasts. So now imagine that I have a responsibility to get on a stage and start talking about mental health with other people, with strangers in a room full of people, that's something totally separate. So I can be a different person in front of the camera because there's nobody technically watching me until they see it and I post this video versus if I have to sit down in front of people. So when somebody sits down in front of people and has to you know, perform or share information with others, They run the risk of being scrutinized. So a lot of people have a fear or an anxiety or worry that somebody will judge them. And it's a real thing. So some people end up avoiding social interactions because they fear that they may not be good enough or they fear that other people will judge them. So that's a real thing. So when people share things on the Internet about how they feel about social anxiety, then don't. Be quick to pass on judgment. Educate yourself about what people are saying. So, for her, she's a singer. So, the expectation is for her to go on tour and then perform. And people have said, you know, she's a crappy performer. She doesn't move around too much on stage. So, maybe that may be attributed to her social anxiety. Imagine you're an up-and-coming singer, you're a person that has minimal interactions with people that you know or people that you don't know, and you're new to this whole thing, and people are scrutinizing you about how you're supposed to be performing. Some people just don't have the confidence as of yet, um, or they have anxiety or worry that has riddled them to the point where they can't be as confident as they could be and I watched one of her live videos when she was clearing up everything about who she is what people are saying about her on the internet and the thing is you know she owes no one any explanation about her mental health diagnosis like she literally owes no one So sometimes we feel like we have to have a place in people's lives and we have to have opinions and that's where we're wrong. You know, we have so much to say about people that we don't know, people that we know from the internet and we have to get away from that because that's why a lot of people are afraid to show who they truly are or they're afraid to actually share a part of their life because they worry that people will scrutinize. If Summer Walker decides that she wants to twerk on the internet, she could do that. That does not negate the fact that she may have social anxiety. Summer Walker can post videos with her boyfriend and have conversations and have a good time and be herself without the scrutiny because she's not literally physically doing it in a room full of people that she does not know. She is not doing it in front of Strangers or in front of a stage. She's doing it in a room with her man or with friends or people that she feels comfortable with. So that shows you that yes, she is a human being, but she could still have social anxiety and do that. And I know that there are people out there, for instance, people who work in clubs as dancers. So, people think that, oh, well, when you have social anxiety, you can't perform in front of people, you can't be on the pole because you have social anxiety, you're supposed to be in the house, you're not supposed to be talking to people. That is not true. That is a myth. There are plenty of people that are dancers, but they still have that anxiety, worry, fear, or scrup of the scrutiny that comes with that particular job. Because some people have to interact with strangers that they don't know that they wanna have that job to make a living or to make quick money or whatever reason that they have to be in that place. They can still have social anxiety. We cannot take away somebody's diagnosis because of what we think is an appropriate interaction because of a diagnosis. So we have to remember that Aside from what society says, society says that, okay, when you have social anxiety, you can't do certain things. Yes, you can. I can have anxiety today and still talk in front of a room full of people. And I can leave that particular stage and scrutinize myself because I feel like people are going to have something to say or because I'm afraid of what i said there are a lot of reasons people may have social anxiety you know the only way that it can be diagnosed is through a medical doctor so another thing that we have to remember so, or a therapist i'm sorry i don't know why i just said by a medical doctor but by mental health individual therapist licensed and then in some states you can be a an intern and do it, but it has to be reviewed by your supervisor. So if it's not diagnosed by a professional, you do not have that diagnosis because you cannot self-diagnose because you don't know what causes that and what attributes that and what comes with that particular diagnosis. So I wanted to talk to you guys about understanding that social anxiety doesn't come in one form. You could still have social anxiety and twerk on your phone. You could still have social anxiety and get on live videos with strangers and talk because they're not physically in front of you. Or you could still have social anxiety and go out and hang out with a group of friends. You can still have social anxiety with all those things. So those things are myths. When you, when they tell you that you can't do anything, you're stuck in the house, you don't talk to anyone, you're alone, or those things are myths. So I want you guys to know that you know when it comes to the internet, we are not professionals. Okay, if you do not have a particular degree, please refrain from judging people because bullying is real aside from the fact that you know we know that the internet is undefeated we know that the internet you could be a meme any day any hour so we also have to be mindful of what we post on the internet but that doesn't give us an excuse to be bullies This does not give us an excuse to tell people what they are diagnosed with and what they aren't. We have to be empathetic and we have to understand that we have a responsibility as individuals. Because whatever we post on the internet, it's going to haunt us forever, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. We have to understand that once it goes on the internet, it doesn't matter if you delete it. Once it goes on that particular platform then it's on there. And what I find with a lot of people, they comment and post whatever they want because they want people to follow them. We have to be mindful and conscious of that, especially as people who are everyday working individuals that are seeking jobs or that may potentially want to get into the industry for whatever reason. That particular negative comment that we put on somebody's page may affect us forever, So we have to think about how we would feel if people were to comment negative things about our diagnosis. We have to provide that support for strangers or for people that we don't know or people that are vulnerable enough. And to share that information, they're opening themselves up to the world for people to understand why they act the way that they act. And we also have to get away from the fact that we think that people who are in the spotlight owe us something. They don't owe us anything. Yes, to some degree, to some form, they have to be relatable. They have to be open. But that doesn't give an excuse for us to be bullies, act a certain type of way. Feel entitled to their life. Feel entitled for them to share every and anything that we require for our own entertainment, because people's mental health is not for our entertainment. So we always remember that we need to provide support to people on the internet stranger no stranger if you know someone that's going through something please reach out and say hey are you okay and if you don't have the resources to give them what they need contact me contact people that you know that could be a resources a resource to help you find that information so i know that this is different But we have to really discuss the importance of social anxiety and what it looks like. And everybody's social anxiety doesn't look the same. And the internet does not have the right to tell us what we are or not diagnosed with. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And this is for educational purposes only. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.